Welcome to Show Up and Shine with Carol Ann Rice. Uncover courage, resilience, and unique stories that inspire us to show up and shine. Welcome to Show Up and Shine, my first ever podcast series. I'm Carol Ann Rice. I'm a life coach, author, and columnist, but don't let that put you off. I've been a life coach for 22 years and a journalist for 40. And ever since I was a child, I've always been interested in how do people show up for what they do and how do they shine when they get there? Come rain or shine, we've got to show up and shine, whether you have your own business or you have a job or you're just who you are going out for the evening. I used to study the rich, the famous, the incredible and and really wonder what motivates them, what drives them and what is that certain USP, that secret ingredient that always seems to radiate from them with drama, with elan, with glamour, with impact and what do they draw upon to keep that going? How do they keep their shine going? Well in this series I'm going to interview various wonderful people from all walks, all professions, all businesses um, who are going to share their secret ingredients that hopefully will inspire you, something to draw upon um, when the chips are down, when it's a rainy day, as it is today. Um, what can you draw upon from your treasure chest, your, your, your secret jewellery box of gems and jewels that you can bring out to the fore that will ensure that you razzle-dazzle them? So I'm delighted this week, our first ever guest is the incredible Ian Genius. Now, if you ever have to do selling or sales in your business, you know that initially it can be very, very uncomfortable saying what you do, putting a price on it, owning the value of what you do. And it can feel excruciating to tell your customers or clients, yes, this is what I charge. And, and the temptation is to come down on the price or, or justify or prove. And you feel like you're overselling. But Ian has this genius methodology where he makes it easy to sell what you love doing. Have I set that up properly? For you? Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Because and and those frustrations that you talked about, you know, the there's a before clients can use you, first they have to choose you. And unfortunately, small business owners are normally fantastic at the thing they do. I'd say probably 90% don't enjoy selling it, mm. which is knackers it knackers up whether they're actually ever going to take it maybe you know maybe they're not confident selling themselves maybe they're uncomfortable bringing up their price they dread asking for money they don't even know what they should be charging and so i get it i've had every single one of those frustrations and that's why i can show people how to get past it because i've been the salesman for 25 years that hates sales approaches right. so you have to no, you, I'm not going to say you have to. I'm going to say, tell me then, what kind of space do you personally get into when you have to sell that makes it easy for you and difficult for others? How have you made it easy for you to sell? You, Every business will help them with the fantastic service they have, right? The client has a problem and the business has a solution. And that solution can be a product or it can be a service. And that will help the client. But then before that, they've got this horrible bit called selling, right? <laughs> I don't like that. So, so you've got selling here that you don't like and helping here that you do like. But you've got to help them make the best choice, which is you, before you can help them 
with the thing that you do. Get rid of anxiety, get rid of stress, improve their website, improve their marketing. They help them there. But before you can help them with the thing you do, you've got to help them choose you in the first place. So it's not selling helping, it's helping helping. Helping helping. So, so even just as a, an early mindset, mindset shift, you've got to help them to make a better choice. And so people look at, well, I like helping people make choices. Well, that's what you're doing. It's not, you're not selling this horrible thing. You're actually, all you've got to do, so it's straight away, it's only a minor change, but straight away, the game changes. It's help, help, not selling help. Yeah, I, I get that. It's like, I want to help you by showing you what I, how I can make your life better um, with my products. Um, do you have to be confident then of yourself and your products? That's a stupid question, but how do you get that super confidence about what you do? You've got to be confident. You've got to be with, confident with your products and you've got to be confident with yourself. Now, most people are normally confident with the thing they do. That's normally pretty good. It's the confidence selling themselves that not normally as clever. But if, if you know, if you're not confident selling yourself, is it possible they aren't confident buying? You know, you only have to think yourself if you went to a shop and you're thinking, I'm not sure about this. They don't seem that confident. Well, I'm not going to chuck a load of money at someone I don't believe. So it's crucial that they are. And it's, you know, but it's that some people equally on their product or service, if you say, is it the best solution? Might be. Crikey, if you think it might be, what chance have I got? You know, I'm the potential buyer and you don't even know, you don't even believe it is. So it, so, comes, back, it comes back to self and really, really honouring yourself and what you do, valuing yourself and what you do. So really, you have to be really primed. Uh, prime supremely confident that people want to buy you to some degree yeah and again so my background was mathematics so there's a base there's a base statement you'll see where this is going in a second so there's a base statement that says people buy on emotions and justify with logic not one or the other both and the easiest way to work out is that true is think of the last time you went to a clothes shop and you saw a coat on the rack and you thought, I love that coat. And you took it off. You turned the price ticket round, which you did not love quite as much. And you went, oh, I think I might put it back on the shelf. Right. So your love of the coat didn't change, but your love of the price, you couldn't justify it. People buy on emotions and justify with logic. Always the two worlds work together. So my background was maths. So my strength is logic. I'm not in, entirely convinced I'm even human. So I'm not sure I've got the, the emotional half sorted. But logics, yes. So what I do with people, if they're not confident selling themselves or they're, if I say to someone, I, are you the best solution to your client's problem? If they even pause, I'm thinking that you're not that confident, right? If they say, well, I think I am. The fact that you've had to caveat it with, I think I am already again, undermines this confidence. So I'll do a series of very simple steps, logical steps that will show them whether they are or they're not. I'm not in, if they're not, that's fine. But if they are, they need to know they are. So I'll say to them, like, I'll go through a series of steps. Like, if you compared yourself with the competition, there's all sorts of elements that you compete against the competition, your price, 
your quantity of things, your quality, your value, your skills, your experience, your vision to take it further, your mentality, how friendly, how passionate, how much time, there's loads of factors. So we'll break it into components, tackle each component. Okay, if you compare yours with the competition on price, how do you compete? Well, I'm the best, tick. In the quantity of things you give, the hours you give, the time you give, the number of pieces of paper, that whatever the quantity of things is, how do you compete? Yeah, I'm not so good on that. Okay, you lose it. And we go through the stages. Typically, people will end up going, I've just won that 7-2. Right? You know where your strengths are. You know where your weaknesses are. But your strengths are outweighing your weaknesses on a 7-2. If it was a game of football, Liverpool 7, Manchester United 2, the accompanying headline would say, Manchester United thrash Liverpool. Now they know logically... They don't have to tell people, I'm better at this and this and this, and I'm not. But they, they already now believe it. They know why. If someone asked them to deconstruct why they are, they know it. But they believe, they go, I know I am. And so I use logic to complement emotions, to break things down. In, I, if you say, oh, are you better than the competition? It's too hard to answer. Mm-hmm. Break it down into nine components, each one, then... And that and that's worked absolutely. When people realise, they go, I, "I didn't ever know." I, I can see why I am now. Again, if they don't believe they're better, how the hell the net, that potential client can see it? it can't happen. Well, you seem to have a hundred percent confidence in your technique. Okay, so I, the reason I'm doing doing this uh, series is there's a famous quote, and it's eighty percent of success is showing up. Okay. Yeah, and. Yeah, but you know as well as I do, Ian, you can show up. And I do believe that. Show up. If you say you're going to do something, show up. At least do that. Be integrity, in integrity of yourself. Follow through. But some people show up and just stand there. <laughs> so we want to show up and shine. So you you show up. How? What makes you shine? What do you get into? What mindset? What motivates you? What gets you up in the morning and thinks it's raining? I don't feel that well. I've got bills coming through the door. I'm going to shine today. What do you draw upon to add your glimmer and shimmer? So I've just always had real desire, motivation, drive to be the best I can be. I don't really compare myself against the competition. You know, and I'll say, and I do the same thing with my lads. I say putting out someone else's flame doesn't make yours any brighter. Right. Just concentrate. I, and it, it's about how could you be better? So my motivation is, can I do it even better? Mm. Until I've reached perfection, which does not exist, yes. could I do it a little bit better and a little bit yes. better? It's a constant strive mm. to go, yes, it's really mm. good. But if there's a ceiling higher than that. What could I do? And sometimes it won't be as good. I'll make a change and it'll actually be worse than the last change. It's like thinking my favorite meal is pizza. I'm going to try curry tonight and it might be better. And you think, I'm so glad I tried something new. Sometimes you go, actually, I think pizza, you can go back. You can go back to where your starting point is, but keep trying new things, keep striving to do even better but again, so one of the things that stops people trying to constantly find a new, improved and better way 
is they'll start off by saying something like, I can't do it. Mm. It can be done, but I can't do it. Mm. The thing is that I can't do it mentality very quickly changes to it can't be done. Mm. Mm. I can't run a mile in less than four minutes. It can be done. But as soon as something goes from I can't do it, but and I'll try lots of things to see how it can be done or I'll ask help from someone else. And as soon as that transforms from I can't do it and into it can't be done, that's when people don't bother looking anymore. And they settle. They just plateau and settle and it can't be done. And if it can't be done, why bother looking for any other ways? And, and it shuts yeah. them down. I completely get that. One of my great heroes is Frank Sinatra, who was a perfectionist and strove for excellence. And he said once, um, if you think you're coasting, you're actually going downhill. So don't settle, don't coast. Nothing stays the same in life. Aim higher, push yourself along. I'm, I'm completely with you. I strive for excellence, my version of excellence. Yeah. I strive to make it a bit better, to add spin and polish. I look back on what I do. How can I improve it? How can I make it better next time? I go through it in my mind. This is what I'll do differently next time. I want to be the best I can be, not by anyone else's standards. And maybe that's the kind of drive of the entrepreneur. The, the, there's a mountain here, but I want to go to the one beyond it and beyond it, and there'll always be another mountain uh, that keeps us yeah. going, and no matter what, what the weather's doing or how we're feeling. So, and again, you said about those. What about those horrible? What about when you're sick? What about when your business is failing? What about on those rainy days when when stress and and again, it's like I'm sure it's boxes have said it, but it's not how many times you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up again. Everyone's allowed five, ten, fifteen minutes, half an hour, an hour just to go knackers. That went wrong, and feel a bit irritated and sad and everything, and then you go. Ding, 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 and you come out again. Yeah. You know, so I'm like a dog with a bone. I've got knocked down every single day at some point with something. You know, no one's any better than we all. The only difference between someone is just getting back up and going, right, you're not going to beat me. And I don't mean the person, it might be the problem in front of you or the frustration or something. You're not going to beat me. I'm like a dog with a bone. You're not going to beat me. I'm going to, I'm going to have a little cry for a minute. I'm going to get frustrated and I go, right, that's enough of that. And it might be the next morning, it might be an hour later. I go, right, I'm coming out and I'm going to go again and again and again. And I think it's that relentless yeah. nature. You're not going to beat me. No. <laughs> it's resilience, bounce back ability that we all need in yeah. business. And I always, when I was younger and I used to see other people running ahead, you know, getting on better, quicker than they, I used to think to myself, don't underestimate me. I will come back. I'm a slow burn. I'm a late starter, but I'm like the I'm like the tortoise. I will run past you on the finish line because I don't give up. I plod along, and I, sometimes I race along. Sometimes I'm a rocket, but sometimes I plod. Some, but I'm always moving forward. I think that's the key here. So you have. So I also rely on having a blow dry, uh, makeup, some good gear, some perfume. What are your secret kind of kit bag of I've got to get out there, I've got to shine today? What do you have you got a pair of pants, a nice shirt, some aftershave, some you know, something in the office that kind of right, let's do this. I think I adopt two main methods. So one is the best time if I'm if I'm struggling with a problem or I, uh, there's nothing I feel I can do about it, I'll just go for a walk. Mm -hmm. 
you know, a decent walk where it's long enough that I'm able to partially, I might have some of this frustration running through my head, but the walk's long enough that it gradually dissipates to the back and I'm sort of just singing a song or concentrating on something. And then suddenly, because there's two parts of me, there's the intelligent bit and the not so intelligent bit. And unfortunately, you're speaking to the not so intelligent bit, right? But there's a clever piece of me at the back. So I'll chuck an idea to the back, the clever bit, go on a walk, let it sort of work it out. And it will just spit out the answers and go, I've worked it out for you, Ian. This is what you should be doing. So that's one way. One way of doing it and walking's again, it only has to be 30 minutes, 40 minutes, but get to the point where you're distracted with something else. Let and that that chuck you go, what about this? Thank you. Like that. So that's one way. The other way is just they've said to people, if you walk down the street and you hold the posture and look down at your shoes like the paranoid, you're paranoid and looking down and insular and looking down, very quickly you will adopt those mannerisms and you will start to feel paranoid and anxious mm. so it's like the other way just if you put on a brave face and you just go like almost fake it to make it but you think right you know if, just go out and before, you know it's that again just rather than go down make spiral into a world that's progressively getting worse think well okay mm. if that i'll just be positive and if you keep doing it one of two things will happen something might actually positive happen and go oh good it actually is working or just the fact you keep doing it changes your mannerism so that they're the two i tend to adopt brilliant i do think trust yourself go for a walk the answers are within you let them come to the surface but you said and have a little sing along i know you have an amazing singing voice yeah. well it is the thing right so <laughs> in networking if, if there's 60 people in a networking group, there's no way in a million years everyone can remember 60 people. Yeah. And they're not going to remember their pitches, mm. right? They're not going to remember what they do. They're not going to remember the pitches that you'd have to be a brain box of England. So the only one thing you can really do is stand out and stay remembered. At yeah. least, oh, I remember yeah. you. Yeah. So I have a thing where if I think something's not working and I could go backwards, I go knackers, I'm dialing it up. I'm going to go, I could go from 10 back to eight. No, I'm going to go to 12, dial it ooh, like that and dial it up even more. Yeah. So I, I now go to networking and I, and I, 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 I sing, right. So, but I typically sing, I do a minute, I do a couple, 10 seconds of pitch and then pattern interrupt, just go off and sing it where no one's expecting it. And you go, oh, he's confident. He's super confident. What? And you don't think I'm nervous before I do it. Every right. comedian known to man, every yeah. state performer, and it's legendary. Yeah. They're absolutely soiling themselves before they go yeah. on stage. When they go on, within a minute, they're up. But the yeah. same rules apply. So when some go, I'm not confident like you, neither am I. It's again, it whether you, it's, it's just, just jump, jump in at the deep ends, fake it to make it, wing it. And again, as you, if you do enough things, uh, if anyone's ever been dragged out of an audience onto a stage and they're going, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. But by the end of the experience, they're actually, they've desensitized. Yeah. So if they were asked to go up on the stage again, they wouldn't have a problem anymore. And it's the same thing. If you keep doing it, if I, I'm now not nervous about singing this song, yeah. but I was, I was making errors at the beginning, panicking mm. by everyone else. You've just got to keep doing it. Persevere. I, I completely agree about being 
desensitizing yourself by doing it over and over. You know what I'm going to ask you to do now, aren't you? <laughs> Throw you in the deep end and just give us a little taster of your incredible vocal abilities. So one of the biggest frustrations for businesses is how many of their sales calls, their discovery calls fizzle out. So they'll have a conversation with someone that they can help. They've got the best solution. And best. Sorry, sorry, sorry Ian, I was going to ask you to sing. Oh, no, it's going there. <laughs> sorry, did I, did I stand on your punchline? You did, yeah. So <laughs> at, best, at best, they say, I'd like to use you, and they take the bronze. And at worst, they say, what we're going to do is have a think about it before they go to a competitor. And you feel so frustrated when clients say no, because they say they'll have a think, which takes you to the brink, only to ghost you so. And so you'd love to know, how much am I losing when clients say no? Your business is your passion, but your sales are rationed. How much am I losing? Dot com. So I, I created a site called How Much Am I Losing? And I thought it needs a ditty. So that's what I do. I start with a bit of a pitch. Everyone's thinking, yes, this is a well-trodden path. And then it goes, woo. Oh, brilliant. And who wouldn't remember you, Ian? I always, I, when I go to, I think if they liked it, great. If they enjoyed it, fantastic. If they, if they enjoyed it, I'm not bothered. As long as they go, I remember Ian Genius. Think, you know, we, we all want lots of clients taking lots of services for lots of money. Before that happens, they come to a discovery. Before that happens, they listen to a pitch. Before that happens, you've got to stand out and stay remembered. The worst thing you can do is someone go, who's that person that does X, Y, and Z? I don't know. That is a slow death. You can't buy something if you can't even remember who it was that did it. It's impossible. I think that is a fantastic way to sum up today's podcast. Be memorable, stand out, do something different, get out of your comfort zone, be unique, dare to be different. You've got to be, because this is, unless you, people start up their business because this is their passion. They've worked for the man for all these years they didn't, they love this element. This is the one thing they love of all elements. It shouldn't be a job because it, they love it so much and it isn't. They love it that much. And then they restrain themselves with all these shackles of I'm, I'm only allowed to do this. I'm only allowed to do the other. And suddenly they've almost drained all the fun out of the thing they love. I cannot say this is too creative or this is too off the, you know, but this is the thing you love. So love every part of it. Don't restrain yourself. I agree. And I think when you when it comes from love, from your heart, it's authentic and it's and it's not selling and it's passionate and, and it's you stand out. If you're trying to read from a script, it doesn't work. If you're trying to be like somebody else, it doesn't work. If you're trying to be someone you're not, it doesn't work. But if you speak from the heart, from pure from love, it cuts through everything and people start to listen and buy in. So yeah. thank you with big love. <laughs> um, show, show off and shine with Ian Genius, who certainly shined today. Any last words, Ian? No, I just so, in, you know, you can enjoy selling what you enjoy doing. Don't see it as selling. See it, just see it as helping. Help them to make the best choice so that you can help them with the fantastic product or service that you offer. 
Thank you. And when in doubt, go for a walk and sing. Yeah, yeah. do both. Multitask. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, everybody, and thank you very much, Ian. Thank you for listening to Show Up and Shine with Carol Ann Rice. We'll see you in the next episode.